Coming up on the Bible Story Podcast, we will be talking about why it is so essential to honor God. Not only for our own sake, but for those around you and I. When we honor God with our lives, good things come about. And when we dishonor God with our lives, bad things come about. Yeah, it's not rocket science, friends, but it does mean some hard choices. Welcome to the Bible Story Podcast. Mm. <laughs> my to, name. It's good to be here. Thank you. It, yeah, you're you're very welcome. My name is Brad <laughs> Poet, and my friend across from me over there is John Drebert, and he is thrilled to be here today. I am <laughs> so excited to be here today, particularly because I'm with you, Braden. Oh, so nice. Now I can only and, make fun. And of you, you know what's exciting? What? Like last week, we told people it was my birthday. Yep. today and it's still my birthday today <laughs> still, we're recording <laughs> two like episodes in one day two weeks of birthday oh for wow so much celebration yeah they get to celebrate still all right i'm 103 now <laughs> that's not how birthdays oh. are <laughs> all right well just a note uh summer camps are coming up uh yes. registration we're not gonna like promise registration is gonna be out probably february 1st yeah um, but you will be able to get details on our website. Covenantbay.ca. Covenantbay.ca. So check it out. And there is something for everyone. You can register your family, uh, your child, your dog. You can't your... register your dog. We don't have dog camp here. Huh? I wish we did. That'd be awesome. I would cuddle with puppies for sure. I think that's just like, like, I'm sure they have dog camps, but they just call them different things. Like, <laughs> okay. Doggy daycare. Doggy daycare. Okay. Anyway, last week, moving on. Last week, we heard a story of Samuel's mother, Hannah. Hannah dedicated her son, Samuel, to the work of the Lord and left him with Eli, the priest. Yeah. And this is pretty shocking. Like, as a parent, I'm not sure how I would respond. My heart would ache. Let me just say that. Yeah. My heart would ache. And I, even though I, I would recognize it, hey, dedicating this child to God is, is a good thing. It would just be, it would be hard. Yeah. Hard. Yeah. Uh, it would have definitely been really difficult for Hannah to do something like that. Mm-hmm. And so today we get to continue learning about that child, Samuel. And yes. we continue reading from 1 Samuel chapter 2, verses 12 to chapter 4, verses 1. All now, right. Eli's sons... Okay, where these they weren't like extraordinary human beings. <laughs> Eli's the priest that Eli's Samuel priest. was given to. Yep. Is that correct? That's correct. His sons were not extraordinary. I human think beings. that's an understatement. They were below ordinary human beings. Is that they, Yeah, they did not have very good morals. And you would think no. priests would, because their son Eli's sons were also yeah. priests. Eli priest, sons also priests. Yeah. Yeah. So <clears throat> take this. Imagine imagine a pastor. Yep who cheated people out of money or other things. He bullied everybody in the church and the community. He, he even, he or she even seduced volunteers. Like it would be, like that's how bad these sons were. Yeah. And I mean, it would be, it would be pretty apparent that you would not want to be part of that person's church or be around them at all. Yeah. I mean, yeah, scratch the title priest from, their name i just would that sounds like a bad person yeah i don't want to be around them <laughs> yeah so yeah. the son's behavior was like truly appalling they were um smarmy in several different ways Ooh, yeah i like that i it might be a made-up word but i'm going with it smarmy <laughs> so they were they were taking portions of animal sacrifices that did not belong to them 
And and they were actually taking some before it was even properly offered to God. So like taking some of the best mm. of what was to be offered. Yeah. And so as priests, they would they would sacrifice animals that people would bring. A portion of those animals or or certain offerings would go to the priests. But these two sons of Eli, they were just bullying people and demanding things that it just was inappropriate. Mm. Yeah, bringing bringing offerings and sacrifices to God was one of the most significant ways that Israelites would worship God. You know, think of it like like this. Imagine a pastor going into the offering plate, so the plate that people pass around. Right, or, which is or, a, like we give an offering at churches. Yeah, and so people put worship. money in there. Yep. Um, and, and so a pastor would go into that offering plate and if they were taking cash out and then just putting it like directly into their wallet or Ooh, directly into their purse. That's smarmy. That is smarmy. <laughs> smarmy behavior. Um, and, and like kind of before it was getting counted or even, you know, put into the expenses of the ministry or paying salaries, like they were taking that portion for themselves. Mm. It's, I mean, flat out, it's just wrong. Yeah. It's, Those pastors wouldn't have a job very long. And illegal? Is stealing? Completely yeah. illegal. Like they would be charged and yeah. yeah. And then on top of all of that, they were, they were seducing the young women uh, mm. who were assisting at the entrance of the tabernacle. Like, I just can't express how terrible things were. And, right. and Eli wasn't like without his own flaws, um, mm. but his sons took things to a, a new level. And, and so Eli knew all about this, and he's like, hey, boys, you just got to dial it back. You got to stop what you're doing. Unfortunately, the sons did not listen. Hmm. All, uh, all of this was happening while Samuel was growing up. Um, and, and Samuel was serving the Lord. His, his mom and dad would come each year to visit and would give Samuel a new coat. I can't imagine how like, special these times would be each and every year. And a new coat, that's pretty cool too. Yeah. So along comes this man of God and to, to speak with Eli. Now, we have no idea where he's from, but we do know that he is a prophet and he's going to speak to Eli. And what he's got to say is not easy. Like it would have been a pain. It would have been very painful for Eli to receive those words. Uh, quick question. Yep. Can you just... Um... We spoke about prophets a long time ago in an episode, but can you, so they're speaking the words of God, right? Yeah, Is so, that right? so prophet ha- would have a number of different roles. Um, one of the roles that they would have had um, was to take a message from God mm-hmm. to an individual or a group of people. Like a messenger. Like a messenger. Cool. And uh, say, hey, this is what God has to say to you. Uh, you better listen. Because it's important. So we're going to be reading um, shortly, I just noticed, in First Samuel. And so when we're, t- when we're speaking of, it, it's kind of in a, as though God is saying it. But he's yeah. saying it through the prophet who just arrived. Correct. Cool. I just wanted to make sure. Yep. So, okay. So basically, um, he says, you were blessed to be a priest as your father and ancestors were. This is the prophet speaking to the sons, right? Um, uh, and speaking to Eli. Speaking to Eli, right. Yep. And, and God even assigned the sacrificial offerings to you priests. But now you're dishonoring God by taking what isn't yours. So it says this in 1 Samuel chapter 2, verse 29. He says to Eli, Why do you give your sons more honor than you give me? For you 
and they have become fat from the best offerings of the people of my people Israel. Yeah, so the man of God, this prophet continues and he actually like warns but kind of almost it's such strong language it's almost like a promise mm. that as a result of his family of of Eli's family not honoring God, they will no longer be the priests. Mm. God will raise up someone new. And, and finally, he says, to prove all of this and that it will come true, the man of God predicted that Eli's two sons would die on the same day. Wow. Which is, I don't know. If, as a parent, if my two sons die on the same day before me, I can't think of anything more devastating than having your children. Yeah pass away before you yeah it's a it's a painful message to hear oh. and and to 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 give and to watch come true and like we said like eli wasn't oblivious to what was going on he wasn't oblivious to the faults and wrongdoings of his kids his family was large and it it would have it would have seen this tragedy tragedy after tragedy you know upon the whole family due to the way that they were dishonoring god like bad things were happening because of this mm. Well, in the meantime, of all around all of this, Samuel continued to grow, and he mm-hmm. was assisting Eli, who is who is now really quite old and nearly blind. So I can imagine Samuel needing to do some of the tasks that right. Eli would have been doing as a priest on behalf of Eli, just because Eli like the was daily duties. Yep, Eli yep. was no longer able to do them as as being a blind person so you're like almost as old as eli then you're kind of blind a little older but you know <laughs> probably better shape you know second, it's your second birthday in yeah. two weeks so yeah. all right so here it says this in the bible one night eli who is almost blind by now had gone to bed the lamp of god god had not yet gone out and samuel was sleeping in the tabernacle near the ark of god suddenly the lord called out samuel that was god's voice <clears throat> yes samuel replied what is it He got up and ran to Eli. Here I am. Did you call me? I didn't call you, Eli Eli replied. Go back to bed. So he did. Then the Lord called out again. Samuel! Again, Samuel got up and went to Eli. Here I am. Did you call me? I didn't call you, my son, Eli said. Go back to bed. Samuel did not yet know the Lord because he had never had a message from the Lord before. So the Lord called a third time, and once more Samuel got up and went to Eli. Here I am. Did you call me? Then Eli realized it was the Lord who was calling the boy. So he said this to Samuel. Go lie down again. And if someone calls again, say, Speak, Lord. Your servant is listening. So Samuel went back to bed, and the Lord came and called as before. Samuel! Samuel! And Samuel replied, speak, your servant is listening. And then the Lord said to Samuel, I'm about to do a shocking thing in Israel. I'm going to carry out all my threats against Eli and his family from beginning to end. I have warned him that judgment is coming upon his family forever because his sons are blaspheming God and he hasn't disciplined them. So I have vowed that the sins of Eli and his sons will never be forgiven by sacrifices or offering. And that was the section we just read yep. from 1 Samuel 3 verses 2 to 14. So 
I gotta say this this is a heavy message, another heavy message yeah. from God about a man who would have been like a father to Samuel who was receiving this message. Yeah, in fact, probably a very old grandfather type, yeah. you know, uh, relationship, but someone who is obviously close to Samuel and who's helped raise him and all, all of that. Yeah. A very, a very uh, fatherly figure, yeah, yeah. but older. And, and, and so night comes to an end, morning comes, and Samuel started his usual chores, and then Eli calls, and he says, asks him to come, and and asks him to report on what God said to him that night. So Samuel bravely told him everything. And I imagine that Eli holding, you know, the shoulder of, you know, young Samuel replying with these words is this like really difficult exchanges going on. Yeah. It is the Lord's will. Let him do what he thinks best. You know, when Samuel hears Eli's voice, mm-hmm. I... I can't help but think that, you know, you know that feeling when you've done something wrong and you hear your parents' voice, you're like, oh, mm. and that, that sinking feeling, you feel it in your gut of your stomach. You're like, I got to come clean. Yeah. Yeah. Now, Samuel didn't do anything wrong. Right. But he's got this super hard conversation to have. I yeah. think he's probably got that same feeling like, oh, I got to come clean with him. I don't want to. I don't want to do this. I don't want to do, yeah. say it. But I've got to. Um, so, I, 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 all that to say, I think the author, Braden, has left out a lot of the emotion surrounding this story. Mm. Um, I just can't, it's hard to imagine sharing this message or hearing this message, depending if you're imagining if you're Eli or, or Samuel, and then not crying and weeping about the coming grief and like what it's just, has been foretold. Yeah, it's yeah. just it's just a hard thing to hear. Yeah, I mean, the moment obviously would have been sad and difficult and painful. I, I mean, Eli's faith stands out like if that's God's will, like let him do what he thinks best. It's crazy, right? I mean, like to have that response, like so humble and genuine. I I can't imagine. This exchange is, is something I have never experienced and can't, can't really fathom. Yeah, yeah. So, obvi- like, so here we are, and we, we can recognize how we live our lives matters to God. Eli, his sons, and, you know, it sounds like his whole family were dishonoring God by how they lived. They were doing wrongs. They were, they were being deceitful. They were lying. They were cheating. And, and that was dishonoring God. And, and we see God respond to that why, yeah. and why it matters. And and so the simple lesson, and mm-hmm. don't let it be, it, it sounds a little understated, but the lesson is this, honor God. Mm-hmm. Take time to ask a hard question with us, all right? Is the way I think or act honoring to God? Yeah, and it might, might seem simple and small, but when you then apply that to the details of your life, it is a way bigger question than than it might seem at first. You know, do I honor God with my phone or my other devices? Do I honor him around my friends at school, my coworkers, my sports teams? Do I honor him in my car while I drive, while I'm doing my hobbies? All of these things are, are places and instances and relationships that we can either honor or dishonor God in. 
No, none of us will. None of us are are perfect, and nope. we will not be able to say uh, a yes. I'm honoring God perfectly. <laughs> and so we got to get into the detail. Mm-hmm. We got to get into the detail and and start making changes. Yeah, and it's you know it would be easy to feel overwhelmed and with everything, but I encourage you to to take that one thing and say, Lord, I, I give you this ish, issue. What do you want me, what do you want to give me? So I'm giving you this thing that I'm struggling with. What do you want me to learn? What, how do you want me to grow? What do you want me to, to give me in this scenario? So like John said, we can't say a perfect yes, but it's, I want to grow into honoring you more and more in all of these areas. It, it's a great prayer because mm-hmm. it's, a, it's a give and take, and it's really what God has designed wants to do for us in, in, in the beginning, right? Um, take what is awful about our lives, mm-hmm. the things that aren't good, and replace them with things that are good mm-hmm. uh, from him. So you're going to have to take time to listen to God. That's the only way to do this. He takes all of our garbage, he takes all of our sin in our lives, and, and he offers us, Braden abundant life. And you mm. know this. He wants to bless each one of us. So yeah. all I can say is make it easy and do your best to honor God. Align yourself with him. That's awesome. Growth tip time. Growth tip time. A tip is a way for us to grow in a relationship with Jesus. Now, we've been answering questions from our campers over the summer, and we've been answering them during the growth tip. And today's story touches on a really critical question that we received from one of our campers, and it's this. How does a person dedicate their lifestyle to living for God? Easy answer. (laughs) Just joking. Uh, But the short answer is this, okay? We do that just one step at a time. There's no shortcuts. There's no magic answer. There's, you know, um, God will show us something that we need to change. And then we give that to God. And then he will show us a different way to live our life. He'll show us how to respond to that. um, And respond to that in a way that honors God. Hmm. You know, Braden, because the application for today's story is so action oriented. Mm Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't actually think we need another action in our growth tip. Hmm. I, I would agree. Okay, but let's remember uh, our growth tip from last week, okay? Which, w- which was a good one and a two-parter. A two-parter. This is our second part. So we thought, you know, about a characteristic that we do like, one that God has gifted to us. And so with that in mind, you know, um, keeping the one characteristic that we like, that it is God-honoring, that he gave us, we then want you to think, and give God the characteristics or the moments in your life that do not honor him, you know, and ask him to grow you in the areas in your life that do honor him. You will, you will have to listen to God. Yeah. There's no other way around You'll this. You'll have to set aside time for yep. sure. And if, and if nothing comes to mind right away, you're just going to have to wait and continue to look for him to speak throughout your day. And you may be surprised at the time and place that he he speaks or mm-hmm. or in the manner he speaks. You know, at the end of the day, our hope for you is that your life will honor God just a little more each week. Friends, 
a simple and, and poignant reminder. There is nothing more important than a growing relationship with Jesus Christ. And, and again, John and I, as we prepare for summer camps, we are getting excited. Registration hopefully opens February 1st. Always check our website at covenantbay.ca to find out all of the information that you'll need. Hey, give us a follow at Bible Story Pod on Instagram and help a friend grow this, uh, grow closer to God this week. We love you and are always praying for you. Take care. Have you ever seen Indiana Jones? That that is a great movie. A long time ago, though. Well, okay, they they have this whole movie dedicated to the Ark of the Covenant. All right, so tune in for our next episode to hear how the Bible-inspired Hollywood movie. Pretty cool.